Hey guys, it's Pastor Rebecca and I'm here with Jonathan Price. Hey everyone. And I'm so glad to be coming at you with another podcast. First off, um, I want to say thank you to all of the followers and I apologize. So uh, I know it's been a while since I've done one. I was battling sickness um, for a little over a week and it just was not fun and I was in bed a lot. And Jonathan can testify because he he was sick for a little while as well. Um, I but think he, I originated with yeah. it. Yeah. So, uh, but it yeah, it whooped my tail. But I'm finally back, finally able to record again. Didn't want you guys to think that I left you guys. So, um, so yeah, I'm back. Huge thank you to all of the followers all over the world and all of the listeners. You guys are awesome. And so we are going to start rolling more of these out. And I promised you last time I would do more. So we're going to be rolling these things out to you uh, during the week. So stay tuned. So I'm back. <laughs> all right. So what I want to talk to we'll talk to you guys about today. So this uh, the title of this is probably going to turn a lot of heads. Um, but the title is going to be Who is Your President? So right now in the U.S., there's uh, a big uh, thing going on where, you know, you've got someone who has been declared, uh, um, early declared president, and then you've got some people that are saying that that was fraudulent, and so there's investigations going on. There's all kinds of back and forth going on, and it just seems very, like, um, tumultuous, I guess you could say, during this time. You've got a lot of people... um, displaying anger. You've got some people that are encouraging peace during this time. And it's a perfect environment, I think, to talk about this in. Um, Because my question is, who is your president? And I'm not asking for a vote for Trump or for Biden right now when I ask you that question. Because here's the thing. One thing that I have seen a lot in politics, I used to be very into politics when I was younger. I used to be very into it, follow it a lot. Um, I there are some certain sources that I'll listen to today, um, but for the most part, I don't, I, I kind of stay out of it, out of the realm of it, because I feel like there's just, uh, I, there's a lot of division that takes place in that realm, and so I'm not in it as much as I used to be, um, but one thing that I see that, uh, that I guess bothers me, and I see it with people that I'm close to, um, is there are people that will hinge everything on a presidential election, on who is in office. I mean, if the person that they want is, you know, is in office, it seems like they have peace, everything's great. But if the person that they don't want goes in, it's like their whole world is wrecked. It's like they're declaring this is the worst time and worst experience and da-da-da-da-da. And the thing is, is I think children of God have to step back for a second and ask themselves the question, who is really your God? That's the question is, who is your God? Because if a man in office is your God, then it's going to affect everything. It's going to affect, um, you know, if you put all of your hope in man, then um, then your world's going to collapse and your world's going to fall apart. You know, we were only meant to have faith in the Lord. We were only meant to have faith in God and to trust in him. And so uh, that's who we were meant to have the ultimate relationship with. But uh, whenever you put, the Bible even says, you know, don't put your trust in princes. Don't put your, your trust in man. He has but a breath in his body. When he leaves the earth, you know, he's going to return to dust. So 
what's going to come of that? But I see so many people in the U.S. that are so, their claws are so deep in one side or the other, and they literally hinge all of their hope upon a man going in for office. And when you build your life around the man, whether it's in a presidential election, whether it's in a relationship, you know, um, whatever it is, if, if it's a boss, you will be disappointed. Not you might be, you will be disappointed. I don't care how perfect they seem because man is flawed and man cannot be everything for you. Man cannot be God for you. They were never designed to be God for you. Um, Jonathan, what do you think about this? I know that you've got some thoughts on this as well. Um, But yeah, I've, uh, when it comes to like the who is your president question and everything like that, um, the big thing that comes to my mind is um, who do you serve? Because, you know, I've heard it a lot lately. It's like, oh, you know, Biden got in or Trump got in or, you know, this is the senator. This is the senator. This person's in the house. This person's in the house. And before I used to be a very, very politically involved person where it was like, if this isn't in, you know, the world's about to end and everything but now i've come to realize that it's we respect our authorities and everything we respect whoever's president whoever's a leader because you know it says in the bible we have to honor our authority but you know we always have to look back and say okay who are we serving in this situation are we serving god are we putting them before god because i've seen it here recently between um people you know i became close to and everything and um <clears throat> just other people in the world and stuff, you see, they're like, oh, we better do this because this person's going to be president. We better do this because this person's going to be president. You know, if this person doesn't get in, the world's going to end. You know, it, this is the end times because this person's not president. But um, I've just come to realize that God's a lot bigger than whoever's in charge. You know, with without God, no one would be in charge. Like, we wouldn't be present here on this earth and everything. And it's just who you're putting first in your life. If you're putting politics before God, as in, and when I say that, I guess I don't mean like, you know, you don't vote or anything because, you know, that's putting, it's when, like Rebecca was saying, everything comes before politics. Like, I can't eat at this restaurant because it's supported by, this political party. I can't go to this state because it's supported by this political party, et cetera, et cetera. You know, it, that line would just continue forever and everything. But um, it's it really comes down to what are you putting first in your life? Who are you serving? Who is your, where your time and everything's going? And um, it, the question I think I've always brung up a lot is where is your faith? You know, because I think a lot of times now we begin to put our faith in politics because it's what's in front of us. We only, we put our faith since we become very materialistic. We've put our faith in only things we can see and political leaders or people we can see because, you know, they'll say, well, I'm going to do this. And it does what's called the trust building process. They're going to say, they're going to sell you the moon, you know, but not even own their own car. You know, they're going to sell you everything, but not even have it themselves because they want to build your trust and everything. And it, and like I was saying, it's where is your faith? You know, if your faith's in God, that his will will be done regardless of who's president, who's senator, who's governor, you know, who's even the owner of a restaurant, you know, God's will will be done regardless of what's going on in this world. And the thing is, is when we think back to purpose, if that person's purpose is not being fulfilled, 
someone else will fulfill it. You know, you, you can, you will die if you don't fulfill your purpose, you know, because your purpose is important. God didn't put you here just for you to die. You know, I've heard, I've, you know, I've listened to, um, even some different gospel songs and just things like that. Older, you know, nothing against them. It's just listening to the lyrics and then things like that. It's, you know, we're going to walk the golden stairs when we die. You know, we're going to die. We're going to die. We're going to die. You know, I've even been asked the question by someone I know, you know, you know, I think, or not really a question, but the statement, you know, we were just put here to die, you know, because that's what we were made for is to eventually die. And that's not it. We weren't put here to die because if we were put here to die, then what would be the point of us being here? If we can't do anything, if we're just, there's no purpose behind it, you know, we, it's like, um, um, let's see houses, you know, if houses were just built for show, what's the point in having a house? If no one's in it, it's just a building at that point. It only becomes a house when you start to live in it. So then you think of this world, okay, we're put in this world. And, um, when we're in this world, are we just here just to live in it? No, because something has to be done in it. There's purpose, there's things, you know, it doesn't just say, God, your will be done. You know, when uh, it talks about the Lord's prayer and everything, your kingdom come, your will be done. It doesn't say that because there's nothing to do. It means there's something to do here and everything. And so then it, it becomes like I was saying, where is your faith? Is your faith in God that, you know, that regardless of anything, his will's done. So you have to fulfill your purpose and you have to put, when it comes to your purpose, you have to put everything aside. Like it's just God in your purpose, you know? Poli- yeah, that's most important. Because mm-hmm. politics can't be your purpose. Well, they, politics, or you being a politician could be your purpose, but you can't put it before that, if that right. makes sense. Well, and it makes me go back to, um, when we've talked about this before, you know, it, well, first of all, I want to say a couple of things. Um, it goes back to when Israel asked for a king. God told Israel, you don't want that, you know, um, because God was their king. You know, that's who, who God, they, you know, God was their king. He led them. They worshiped him. But then they said, no, we want an earthly king. We want an earthly king. And, uh, and Samuel was frustrated with them. The prophet Samuel, you know, was frustrated. Um, but God said, Samuel, don't worry. Give them what they want because they haven't rejected you. They've rejected me. And so Israel asked for an earthly king, and God tried to stop that because God understands that he's the perfect king, okay? Jesus was called the king of kings. That's one of his names, you know? God is the perfect king, but because man rebelled against God and felt like God was too restrictive, they said, no, we want an earthly leader. We want an earthly king. But then, but once they got an earthly king, they realized, oh, not every earthly king um, there is no earthly king that compares to God because you have earthly kings that are flawed. And then you've got some earthly kings that are straight up evil that want their own agenda that they don't want anything to do with God. And now we don't live in a kingdom. We live in a democracy, um, you know, in, in the physical, you know, but, um, but we represent as God's children, the kingdom of God. And we want to bring, you know, God's kingdom, um, as Jonathan was saying, you know, on earth as it is in heaven, let God's will and God's kingdom come, you know? And so we, we are children of the kingdom. We represent the kingdom. Um, but I mean, there, you know, 
every leader. I don't care earthly leader. I don't care who they are. They're flawed. And so whenever you have an earthly leader in it, that, that is in an authority position, you know, God tells us to respect authority um, that he puts in place. And, and then that, that starts to get people to ask the question, well, why should we obey authority or, or, or be under authority if the authority is a bad authority? Well, again, it goes back to the fact that the people asked for a king. God warned them and said, you don't want an earthly king, trust me, but they chose it anyway. But then you look at Pharaoh. So I've talked about Pharaoh before, and it actually says in Exodus that God raised Pharaoh up. Because some people are, you know, they look at Pharaoh Pharaoh um, in Exodus, he was a cruel Pharaoh. He didn't know Joseph, you know, who was God's man um, and who was the second in command in Egypt. After Joseph died, this Pharaoh didn't know, you know, and he acted out of fear and oppressed the um, the Israelite people. He enslaved them. He, he uh, afflicted them and oppressed them with heavy, heavy burdens. And it was just awful, you know. Um, but later on in the Bible, it says that God raised Pharaoh up, that God himself put Pharaoh in authority because, uh, because he wanted his power displayed in all the earth and, uh, because God had a purpose to accomplish. So what you have to realize in any situation, in any country, even leaders, um, that whether, you know, whether good or bad leaders, God can use both, both leaders, um, to accomplish his purposes, you know? So even a leader that may have a spirit that is contrary to God's spirit, God can still in his omniscience and his power use that leader to bring about his purpose. For example, in the New Testament, when the church was heavily persecuted, you talk about Paul before he, uh, excuse me, Saul before he made the, the Paul conversion. Man, Saul's favorite thing was to arrest Christians, to torture and kill them. That was his favorite thing to do. And during that time, the church was heavily attacked and heavily oppressed. And and but it says that the that the church was scattered, that that God's people grew and it was scattered, and the kingdom just kept going and 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 kept growing, you know, during a time of persecution. So that's why today, you know, Jonathan and I were in the car. We were just praying for our nation. We were praying about everything. And it's a scary prayer to pray sometimes because we don't always understand God's will, but we sat here and prayed, God, your will be done. Mm-hmm. We're not going to pray that a certain certain leader goes in, that a certain person, we're going to pray, God, whatever your divine will is, that's what needs to happen. You know, um, whatever your divine will is, whoever you choose to go in, that's through that your purposes are going to be accomplished. That's who we choose. And it's a hard prayer to pray, but that is a prayer of faith because as Jonathan was saying a second ago, where is your faith? Well, we know from Hebrews that in Hebrews, it says that faith is not in things that we see, but it's in what we don't see. True faith is when you don't get it, is when things in life don't make sense. You can't see God's plan and you are forced to just say, God, I trust you. You get to a place where you're like, God, I can't see anything. I can't make sense of anything. I don't understand what's happening. I'm in the dark. But God, I'm going to choose in my heart and in my mind to say I'm going to follow you anyway because I don't have mm-hmm. to know everything. It's it's the opposite of being materialistic. It's saying, because it's easy to believe God when you see proof in front of you or when you see, but that's not faith. Faith is when you don't see anything and you follow God. Go ahead, Jonathan. Um, the, I was going to say two things. The first question that's still... I don't 
think I brought this up. If I did, you can tell me. Um, but um, who who are you making your God? Are you allowing God to be God? Or are you putting someone else in place as your God? You know, are you making someone else God in your life? Because uh, <clears throat> I've noticed, you know, if something happens in a certain realm of politics or things like that, um, you know, people will, uh, they serve that. It's like they put that before anything, you know. They'll will say we trust in God on Sunday, but Monday through Saturday we're worried about a policy that's trying to pass or what's doing this, what's doing that, things like that. And it's, I guess, who are you ultimately serving more? Are you serving God? until the day you die, or are you putting things in place to um, be God in your life and everything? Because, you know, we naturally want to follow something. We naturally, we're built to, we're built to follow God. It's what we're built to be and everything. And everyone, even non-Christians, they'll be like, what is my purpose? They want to know. They, in in their mind, they know that there's something out there. We know that God's real. God's moving in this earth. And he always has since he created it and everything. Even before he created Earth, he was still God. You know, God's always been God. He always has, always will be God and everything. That was the question that came to mind. But when you um, bring up the faith again and everything, um, I think we had a, uh, you could say, a testimony of faith today. We were uh, out shopping for the Operation Christmas Child boxes. We had to shop, not we knew the only thing we knew was the gender and age range. We didn't know sizes. We didn't know what colors. We didn't know what they liked. We we were like, God, this is up to you. You can get these uh, boxes of uh, gifts to these children and everything. And we, it was faith because we don't know who they're going to. We don't know where, how, things like that. You know, we're just saying, okay, God, we know this is going to fit this child. This is what they're going to like. And everything, and I'd say that was a testimony of just faith today. You know, just bragging on God that even in situations where we might not know uh, what's going to happen, we're saying, God, we know that Your will is going to be done regardless of uh, other circumstances and everything. It's mm-hmm. a good example. Um, I think another thing too that we always have to remind ourselves, and I. Trust me, when I when I say this, I'm talking to myself because it is hard. It's hard. This is another area that's hard when it comes to spiritual versus physical realm. We have to remember that the that the enemy is not certain people. Okay, the enemy is the spirit of the enemy. So mm-hmm. the spirit of Antichrist that's is good. what comes against us and comes against the church. The problem with people today, especially when we get into the realm of politics and stuff, is we first of all we allow it to create this huge spirit of division. Which here's the thing: there are you know with with being a child of God, there is going to be some division that's there between non-believers because naturally, you know, as, as a child of God, you believe certain things, you follow, uh, you're led by the spirit, which means that 
you are led by God's spirit with God's mind, the way that he wants things done versus the way we want things done. So it's going to create a separation from people that don't believe in God because people that don't believe in God, you know, they're being led by the, by themselves rather than being led by God. So there is going to be some division there, you know, a little bit of a, of a separation. But I think, you know, when it comes to politics, we allow um, a, a spirit of division to to get in there and and we mistreat people we mistreat each other i mean if you all you got to do is jump on facebook and you see people just outraged slamming mm-hmm. each other name calling yep. and 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 we're fighting each other when really it's a spirit it's a it's an underlying spirit in the earth um, it's the spirit realm that you're at wars with. We've quoted this a lot. Again, it says in Ephesians um, that we wrestle not. We wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against spirits. So you have to understand that, you know, if, if you do... Um, uh, in politics, if you come across anything that's crooked or anything, you have to understand or, or, or whatever side it's on, because there's politicians that have lied on both sides at times, you know. Um, so when you encounter that, you have to remember you're encountering a spirit. You're not encountering a person. Mm-hmm. Yes, people do control what spirits they give access to. But still remember, it's a spiritual war. Um, Because, again, you've got name calling, you've got all kinds of stuff that's going on, and then it turns into um, a hate battle of people. It opens up the door for all kinds of things, for hatred, for bitterness, for for anger. And you see all of this explode and, and come out, all of this emotion just... And it just does nothing but contribute to the to the chaos. I personally think... That when it comes to things like election time or political things, I think the enemy loves it because he knows that during this time, there's going to be a lot of uh, chaos and fear and strife and things that are going to be stirred up during this time. And so I applaud the people in the world today that are trying to speak peace in all of this. They're trying to say, look, regardless of who goes in as president, God is president. Like God is king. Mm-hmm. So you're focusing on the wrong thing. Okay. Now, practically speaking, does it affect rules? Does it affect things? Does it affect your lives? Who goes in as president? Sure it does. When you have a leader, like in the U.S., a leader of a country, is it going to, is, is who goes in? There are going to be things that are attached to whoever goes in, you know, um, things that are going to happen regardless, you know? So is that going to change your life? Sure it is. But you can't look at that and say, that's the end game because you have to understand a verse in the Bible that I love that, that I have clung to my whole life that my parents cling to that there's a verse in the, in, I believe it's in Psalms. I'm not sure. I'll have to go back and look at that, but it says, someone says I was young. Um, I'm old and I have been young. And he says, and I have never seen the righteous forsaken or their children begging bread. In other words, he's like, listen, I've, I've been a young man. I'm an old man now. And through all of the years of my life, one thing I've never seen is God's people lacking. I've never seen God's people forsaken by him. So even if, you know, and you have to understand this as a child of God, even if you go through a season where you're thinking, oh my gosh, I don't know what's coming down the road. I don't know what's going to happen. And the spirit of fear is trying to give access in your life. You always have to remember, listen, it doesn't matter because of the God that I serve. 
You know, it's like Jonathan said, who do you serve? If you don't serve God, yeah, you know, you do have some things to be worried about because you don't have a rock to fall back on. You don't have a relationship with an almighty God that you can, you don't have a place of rest. You don't have a place of stability. So if you're, if you're not a child of God, I'm going to tell you, you do have some stuff to worry about, you know, because a relationship with God is so essential in your life. It's so essential to know who you serve. It's so essential to know because I'm going to tell you right now. All right. I voted in the election. I'm not going to get on here and say who I voted for because that's really, it really doesn't matter. Um, but I'm going to tell you that no matter who ends up being president, God is my president. And I'm excited regardless to move forward. And it's like Jonathan said, it comes down to purpose because, you know, you can't let politics halt your purpose. I can't sit here and say, oh, well, if if somebody, if this person goes in or if this person doesn't go in or whatever, well, then I'm doing this or I'm doing that. I'm, I still, regardless of who goes in or who doesn't go in, I am led, I have to be led by the spirit and I have to ask God, God, what is my purpose? What do you want me to do? I'm here to help usher the kingdom in some way using the gifts that you've given me. So God, using the gifts that you've given me. So God, that's what I'm going to do. Okay. That's what I'm going to do is I'm going to, regardless of what happens, I'm going to do purpose. That's what I'm going to do. And if you, you know, I mean, it's like some people are talking about, you know, well, if this president goes in, I'm moving countries or I'm this or I'm that. Have you asked God about that? That's really hard. Have you asked him about that? Or are you just making that decision on your own? Have you asked him about that? Have you said, because some people are like, I'm packing my bags, I'm moving or I'm this or I'm that. If this president's in, I'm doing this. If this president, I'm doing this. And I'm like, have you asked God? You know, because God may tell you something completely different. Some people may, may say, well, if this president goes in, I'm leaving. And God may, the very thing God may want you to do is stay and minister, is stay and be a light, is stay and do what he's called you to do. You know, our lives are not our own. We are bought with a price. Therefore, we've got to honor God with our bodies. We've got to honor God with everything and everything that we do. And his ways are higher than our ways. So what may look like common sense to us and this, why wouldn't God want us to do this? Well, you've still got to be led by the spirit and trust in him. Jonathan, did you have anything that you wanted to share? Um, I was going to say as well, thinking about uh, spiritually and everything uh, real quick um, was just about, think about uh, on election year. Think about the holiday that leads up to when the election happens and everything. And I was just thinking about that, and I'm like, the enemy wants to try his best to divide us before, you know, that time and everything. But we just got to realize that um, God's always the most important thing in our lives. And Absolutely. Everything. And I was gonna say, I was just thinking this as well. Those that was some excellent points um, that you were talking about as well. Well. All right, guys. Well, we're going to go ahead and call it a podcast here, um, but I'm just going to leave it here with you. Again, who is your president? God needs to be your president. God is your king. Um, and if he's not your king, get to know him. First of all, you can ask. All, the Bible says all you've got to do is believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and you'll be saved. But I want you to know that um, God is is amazing to get to know and he's incredible and we may I may just do a podcast on what it means to get to know God and have a relationship with him I think we did one a while back but it's so important it is um so 
But anyway, um, just remember, in this time, who is your God? Who are you putting your hope in? Because that determines your future. It determines it determines how you live your life, your day, everything. Um, we love you guys. We hope you guys have a great uh, rest of your day, your night, wherever you are. And uh, we'll see you again soon with another podcast. See you guys. Bye.